video. It's the only way to get what you want to watch. When Hello, you watch. my name is Justin Kluwer. I'm here today with Mark Hansen. And you're listening to the Big Street Video Podcast. Oh. I'm trying some new ankles. Oh, that was blowing me back in my seat. <laughs> See, yeah, I felt like the that. Memorex guy for a while. <laughs> I didn't even know what company it was. I'm like, that audio thing of the guy getting an airplane. Is it live? Yeah. Or is it Do you Memorex? think he's dead in that chair? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely dead in there. Do you remember the power of Memorex? <laughs> and um, I don't. on this podcast, we go through all the new Blu rays and DVDs. DVDs that are coming to home video. Yeah. You know, try to spice it up. Because when I say Blu-ray and DVD, I want to do it like that Fox DVD guy yeah, I where he's like, Blu-ray. Well, that's what I always think. Yeah. Like, should we just adopt that? As, yeah. As I just dub in his voice <laughs> know, when I right? say the word. Were you the Fox DVD guy? <laughs> I was. And now I'm a millionaire because I'm sure that he gets residuals Ooh, like crazy. Every time talk. someone yeah. plays a DVD, oh, yeah. he makes $10. That's how it works, right? Era Fox yeah. Okay, so this week, cult DVDs and Blu-rays that are coming out, we have Delivery Boys from <laughs> yeah, 1985. <laughs> I have never heard of this what movie before. Boys? But the plot synopsis is hookers, sculptors, and ex-Nazis <laughs> detain Pizza Boys on the night of their big breakdancing contest. I mean, how can you not? That like sounds this like movie. a parody that you <laughs> see know, in a right? movie. <laughs> you think this is a new movie that's yeah. parodying, but no, I've is... never heard of this director. I look at his IMDb credits. Only Delivery Boys related. He also wrote like ten songs in the movie. Oh That's wow, like, great! He's so a musician it's, it's, too. It's a real auteur a film. Labor of love here. Yeah. Okay, okay. Scorpion. They're the ones who really go you to know, that bottom of that garbage. Yeah, thing. you know they're really scraping that eighties barrel. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I mean, the cover's great. I can don't we, know if it's the original artwork or not. Can we but. do a slip cover of Joysticks? I guess <laughs> yeah. That's what people like. That's coming out. Uh, we also have Hitchhike to Hell, um, which is an Arrow release. Yep, and it's a detective races against time to locate a psychotic delivery man preying upon the residents of a small town. That's what you hate, right? Psychotic yeah, delivery exactly. man. Especially Amazon ones, because <laughs> they're the ones that are out for you. Do you think somebody could make that movie, like a psychotic Amazon delivery man who's had enough <laughs> and he's out for blood now? I he's... think the uh, director of Delivery Boys should come into retirement <laughs> for, that, for that one. Yeah, he's got the soft touch <laughs> exactly. when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, Check to Hell was a big uh, cult title on something weird, I think. Was it? I have yeah. never heard about yeah, it Yeah, something weird had it out as a double feature with something else that I can't remember. But uh, it was I like how you popular. say it's like a big title. Like yeah. People are like, a yeah, big, I'm so excited. Yeah, a big title on something weird. It's directed by the guy who made Malibu High, right. which uh, Vinegar Syndrome put out, which is yeah. a very culty title as well. Uh, we have Jawbreaker uh, from Sony. I love Jawbreaker. Of course you do. Love when I put this on the list, I was like, oh, it's in the 90s. I remember <laughs> I this movie. Yeah, any, I think we all know by now that I'm a fan of any 90s comedy. Wait. How does this compare to Drop Dead Gorgeous? Well, Which I would always get also, both of them confused. Also great. Both make a great double feature, I watched this actually. a few days ago because I knew that you had Which seen ones? it. Jawbreaker? Jawbreaker, yeah. yeah. Had you I, never seen it before? I had never seen it before. I'd oh, seen okay. a lot of ads okay. when I was a kid. Fair enough. Um, um, I thought it was did you like fine. It? it was like John Waters for beginners. Fair enough. It was yeah. very much like a John Waters film without going too far. Yeah. Actually, my issue was it that I wish it went darker than it did because yeah. that beginning is very That's dark. Fair. I think as a kid, like, yeah. I thought it was like, yeah. whoa, this is really dark. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, watching This is what Come and See must yeah, feel it's like, right? dated a little bit. Yeah, right? <laughs> a little dated, but... I just had a lot of fun with it. I mean, I love Rose McGowan. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I love all three. Even um, blank Rebecca Gayhart. Yeah, I thought was really funny in it. Um, who else? Judy Greer is really. Judy funny. Greer is in it. Carol Kane is in it. Pam Greer. Marilyn Manson has a cameo. In a small, in it. Wait, who's Marilyn Manson? <laughs> he uh, plays the. 
Uh, it's in a it's he play because he was with Rose McGowan yeah. at the time, and there's a scene where she there's like a flashback sex scene kind of thing where she's with him. Oh, yeah. and that's who Marilyn Manson that's is. That's Marilyn Manson. I would have never known. Like, yeah, he's like a sleazy looking guy. Yeah, guy. That's right. yeah, but you're right. Yeah, Pam Greer's great mm-hmm. in it. She's the cop. Right? Yeah. yeah, and Sony actually went to the trouble. They got a new um, yeah. commentary for the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's nice. It's nice. It was out on like a bare bones like mm-hmm. an image Blu-ray before, and but that didn't last long. The DVD is like full frame. It's just Ugh. never really terrible great release and now it's, it's nice to it's just great it's soundtrack like a cult appeal a yeah even bigger cult appeal since then i know darren stein the director didn't do much after he did Mm-mm. a film called gbf yeah um five or six years ago which was kind of like his attempt to do another type of jawbreaker movie and like a didn't more take off air. didn't take off it so felt much. like jawbreaker was everywhere when i was it a kid was, just yeah, endless ads all the but time it was kind of a bomb though it didn't yeah, really do that oh, really? well yeah i don't mm. think critically or commercially it did very well but well finally you can give it the respect it, yeah. it deserves totally. by buying jawbreaker at face video please do yeah or uh, just rent it if you're curious uh, yeah you know, that's right rent it first <laughs> Uh, we have Undertaker from Synapse Films. And this feels like a throwback to, you know, I guess the mid-2000s where Synapse and Unearthed were putting out whatever Japanese whatever. horror film yeah. was coming out. Because I looked it up and it's like a deadly virus outbreak is turning people in Japan into flesh-eating zombies. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a blast from the past. Is this yeah. junk or something like that? Or know, right? Stacy or whatever other zombie movie. Junk that always had the most terrifying cover to me. What well, was, was a woman? Was yeah. Like the, the, really? <laughs> I don't know why. Something really weirded me out about that. Oh, man. Is she nude on that cover? She's eating flesh? <laughs> I know, right? Don't like it. Is that movie any good? <laughs> uh, junk? junk? No. no <laughs> and I have not That's seen Undertaker, I thought, yeah. which I was yeah, very excited. I, I was like, is it The Undertaker from WWE? Nah. Uh, Create some trouble? <laughs> no, so it's not. I mean, they put a great package together for it, but mm. I'd never heard of this movie. Me neither. I mean, you look it up on IMDb, and it seems like barely anybody. It's so weird. Is that it, like, so. I guess 10 years ago, it feels like the only cult things being released on DVD were Japanese horror movies mm-hmm. and like they could not get enough they couldn't <laughs> like, stop yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just endless oh yeah so many Takashi Miike films that are long out of print that oh, you're like God. oh did yeah. this get a DVD release what <laughs> <laughs> well it's strange that this never got put out back in the mm-hmm. day by like an unearthed or something yeah like 2012 yeah right? that's so, really like, weird what, I, I don't know what, why is now the time for Undertaker right? <laughs> maybe the zombie wave is crested yeah, and they're exactly. like <laughs> yes has it crested there's still too many zombie things check in Daybreak on Netflix for a new zombie Zombie TV show. All right, so in classic stuff, we got a big release, Abbott and Costello Collection. Yeah. 28 movies Whoa. for a little bit more than $100. Yes, and it's not it's, too bad. It's not too and bad. And they're not bare bones either. They got all special features on the ones that you would expect. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Uh, isn't there Abbott and Costello meet the mummy? Yeah. Abbott yeah. and Costello go to the dentist. Abbott <laughs> and Costello get a prostate exam. <laughs> Listen, there's 28 of them. So they, they really got everything you can everything you can think of. <laughs> So, I yeah. Mean, Show Factory's been teasing this box for a while. So, yeah, it's a really, real labor of love for them, I think. Yeah, yeah, they announced it. <laughs> it's coming. A while, it's a lot smaller than I thought it would be, yeah, considering a, that it's like 28 that. movies. I like that it's when it's a nice compact package. <laughs> Compared to like the Ingmar Bergman box yeah, set, which is like a brick big. you could I, kill I a guy with. <laughs> you don't need all that. <laughs> you don't want to take that off your shelf. You're like, ugh, the movie's going to be so much work already, and I got to <laughs> yeah, take right. this off my shelf. And open it up. Yeah, there's like books. You got to go to the other pages. Yeah. I'll just watch something on Netflix. We also have Shout Factory, uh, I guess, doing a special edition. I like to I assume so. it is of the Aristocrats. Yeah, and you, it's DVD only. So, oh, okay, I mean, so not, not a special they, edition. Not that you really need a Blu-ray. On I, this this film, movie was a big deal. I feel like when huge. it came out, everybody I knew went to see this. <laughs> That's like, so right weird. When it came out. And then I watched it on DVD. And I'm like. 
Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, Bob Saget like, does. Bob Saget's, Saget's funny. Yeah. I mean. If people don't know, Aristocrats is about like a lame joke. Yeah, a really lame that, joke. Yeah, that has a really bad punchline, but it's the way that people, people take that joke it. Yeah, and they and tell it and blah, blah, blah. They say the most offensive things imaginable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's interesting that it's being released <laughs> now. It's like a different time yeah. completely for this kind of thing, especially when. I wonder if you watch the, the doc, comedies. How Many White People versus. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like. All I, I remember Bob Saget's bit a lot. I remember Sarah Silverman because mm-hmm. I was a big fan of her. Um, <laughs> I could see young Mark I... being like, she's so edgy, man. Yeah, she I said love Sarah you Silverman. Don't expect. She's cool. um, Gilbert Gottfried was part of it, right, yeah. I think. Apart from that, I don't really remember yeah, it, a lot of the other. That was a long time people. ago, back when Sarah Silverman Project did uh, an episode where she's in blackface. Yeah, <laughs> different time indeed. So yeah, it's weird now that comedy is being discussed more than ever mm-hmm. about what comedians. Yeah, and then they say. quietly release it They're on DVD, quietly, which is weird really because is. I remember the DVD being a big deal, haunting yeah. all the Rogers oh uh, video videos everywhere. So, you know, you think it was like a big blockbuster studio yeah. film, the amount of copies that we had. Uh, Warner Archives is putting out Vincent Minnelli's The Bad and the Beautiful. I love yeah, this movie. I love it's this great. movie too. Yeah. Probably um, one of my favorite movies about filmmaking ever. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's about Kirk Douglas as like a producer, and you kind of, in a flashback structure, see these episodes of how he like betrayed people in yeah. his life to get to the top I know. And of movie making. Yeah, it just really, you know, it was one of the first kind of movies, I think, that really took aim at the studio system mm-hmm. within the studio system. Yeah. You know, like pre-Sunset Boulevard, I believe, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm not I terrible think, with years. I'm pretty sure this predated Sunset mm. Boulevard. Yeah, it's great. I th- actually so. think it's probably Vincent Minnelli's best film. Yeah. Now, did you ever see the weird uh, side sequel he made with Kirk Douglas, Two Weeks in Another Town? I did not Oh, you see should definitely that. check it out. No, Kirk is that Douglas. a sequel to this? Uh, it's sort of? Kinda. Yeah. Okay. Where it's like Kirk Douglas is a washed-up actor uh, okay. who um, goes to Italy to dub movies like Spaghetti Westerns. Right, okay. And it's about him dealing was like, am I washed up? This all that my life has oh, right wow. now. Yeah, super so, meta. That, right. That's the um, you know the cult or the the underground fan oh, of okay. like Vincent Minnelli sees two weeks in another okay. town. I, I knew that film. I had no idea it was. I think I had only heard about it when anything. Martin Scorsese moved to L.A. I read in a book. He put yeah. up that poster uh, okay. because he's like, ah, I'm not a New York boy anymore. <laughs> uh, we also have Betty Blue from the Criterion Collection. Never seen this one. Yeah, I've never seen it either. I've seen Jean Jacques Benix's Diva. Diva which yeah, the I first love. one. Yeah. Yeah, you a big fan of Cinema big fan du Look? Of is that what it's called? Yeah, Cinema du Look, like yeah, Vincent, right. Jean Jacques, yeah, yeah, the um, next. I haven't seen a ton of those. No, actually. me neither. I think Diva's kind of the one mm-hmm. big one, and I love that film. Always meant to see Betty Blue. What Subway? Never, you didn't see Subway? You no, know, I've never seen Subway. What? I know. I thought that you were a Christopher Lambert fan. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. No? I mean, oh. I don't dislike Christopher Lambert. Yeah. There's just a lot of his early friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. The classic Christopher Lambert yeah. laugh. <laughs> yeah, Betty Blue. I mean, it's nice that they're kind of like digging into this. It's not, you know, it, it, surprising a release, yeah. which I always like from Criterion. And it's a pretty big cult film. I remember mm-hmm. it's even like... It's Wasn't been it out of print for a while? It's been released a couple okay, of times. Okay, it has? By All right. Com- it actually was out by a... Com- by, yeah, no, it's still available in like mm-hmm. a smaller edition than this one but I feel like it's pretty influential to Mm. filmmakers today I hear a lot of filmmakers talk about it I remember even seeing in uh, Eli Ross, The Green Inferno. Were they talking about Betty Blue? Character, I think at the beginning in the dorm room, they have a Betty Blue poster on the wall. Like, and he's yeah, like, yeah, and those uh, social justice there. warriors yeah, are getting in our way. Yeah. 
Uh, blue, though. A Fateful Man, uh, and the new film by Louis Garrel. Yes. I'm not familiar with this heartthrob. Yeah. Hasn't there been some like problematic stuff that apparently he's been saying? Apparently he's a dick, though. Oh, yeah. really? Well, apparently he was supposed to be in Xavier Dolan. Well, not that Xavier Dolan isn't also <laughs> Is there a like dick? a dick-off? Yeah, where, like, he was supposed to be in Lawrence anyways, apparently. Mm. He was courted. Xavier Dolan was courting him to be in Lawrence anyways. Okay. And then eventually. Go to save the movie. I love Lawrence anyways. Oh, really sorry. Cool. Not Lawrence anyways. I was uh, thinking okay. of, uh, what's the one with Jon Snow that came out? Oh. Uh, Oh, uh, Death and Life. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. Lawrence yeah. Anyways is great. Bad. Yeah, Lawrence Anyways is great, uh, but he was trying to, Louis Garrel was going to be in that, and mm. they just couldn't get along. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, it was Battle of the Dicks on that side. <laughs> so. Uh, so, yeah, his new movie's coming out. I don't know. He directs now, you know. I mean, yeah. his father's like a legendary yeah. director, so now he's directing, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I, <laughs> wow. What? Film. Yeah, yeah, what a recommendation. Is yeah, Gerard Depardieu in this yeah. one? Because uh, I would like you know, that. I think it's, isn't it a contractual thing? Yeah. Point? Every French film has to have a cameo. Oh, I should put all these keynotes together because there are a lot of crime films coming yeah, out this week. Yeah, and they're well, all Alain Delon. Yeah, so there's like Farewell. Well, uh, friend, which yep. is Alain Delon and Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not since Charles Bronson got together with Tashira Mufune in Red Sun. <laughs> have the sparks been lit up on screen? Right. I'm unfamiliar with this one. But you also have um, a Flick, another Kino film. Uh, this is a Jean-Pierre Melville one, film. Yeah. yeah. And there's another Alain Delon joint with Catherine Deneuve. Uh, have you seen this one? I'm a big Jean-Pierre Melville fan. Have not seen this one. Uh, which one is this? Uh, this is flick. flick. Sure. Sorry, I'm getting so confused by Alain Delon <laughs> right now. I, you know, I've never seen it, and I love Melville, so it's kind of the one I just have never gotten to. But mm-hmm. I know it's a pretty big deal. They had it out on DVD in kind of a bad edition, and it rented all the time. Oh, so okay. All the time. But it's one of his, like, later, you know, 70... No, I guess it's not later period, because he was still, like... It was still around the time of Le Cercle Yeah, Cercle I don't know. What, and uh, Le Samurai, which Le was Samurai. also uh, yeah. Alain Delon. I mean, I love Le Cercle Rouge. Yeah, And that too. one's probably my favorite. Oh, was that, yeah. like, 30-minute silence? High scene at the end. Oh, it's so, so, good. Good. It's so good. So good. Yeah, he's, he's a legend. And uh, if you're like, oh, I don't like Alain Delon, but I love uh, Charles Bronson, <laughs> you can check out Someone Behind the Door, yeah, which is Anthony Perkins, Anthony Perkins and Charles Bronson. I have never heard this of these movies really before. Intre- yeah, Charles Bronson did a lot of French films in mm-hmm. the 70s. I guess he was like Exile. I think he was. Yeah, because yeah. he did this one with uh, so Jill Ireland, his yeah. wife. And Anthony Perkins also did a lot of French yeah. stuff around this time, too. So. Yeah, mostly and because yeah. he was gay and they were like, we don't want you in exactly. Hollywood anymore. Right. Go to a foreign country to do stuff. This looks cool, though. I mean, the director is the guy that made the little girl who lives down the lane. Yeah. Actually, the that one's really film. interesting. Yeah. And this is like a, a weird little thriller, it looks like. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got some great artwork on the front. Uh, I don't know. I, I've it's weird that Kino just puts them all out in one week. We talked about they this go before. Themes, like, yeah, because so people be a will be like Delon, Charles Bronson, yeah. and French crime. It feels like it's been like French crime for weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's, Jean Gabin well, every that week. Studio Canal Library. Yeah. They keep mining now. I mean, that's, <laughs> they're like, ah, that was it's printing money. Uh, it is printing money. Is it Studio Canal? They're still doing their own line because they just announced the yesterday UK, yeah. that they're doing uh, 4K releases of stuff like Breathless. Yeah, but that's that's only UK. Okay, so they don't have a distribution arm in the US. At all. So, so it's it going to be Kino. Kino. It used to be Criterion, but now it's all Kino. Mm-hmm. Right? All right, so we're going to move to the good stuff now because we have Holy Man from <laughs> yeah. 1998. Have you seen this one? I loved Holy Man. I have I never seen it. Again, oh, really? lots of advertisements. It was Eddie Murphy, yep. Jeff Goldblum on screen together at last. <laughs> so I don't know why I loved this movie when I was a kid. When was the last time you really watched it? I really did. Uh, phew, God, I must have been like, probably not since Because you was, love like, satirical early, takedowns yeah. of religion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought, I don't know, I just thought <laughs> there was the sequence in Holy Man. So, yeah, where he so crosses about, the street? He's like some 
you know, he's a holy man that yeah. Jeff Goldblum just finds on the freeway. So it's kind of like, is this guy just a homeless crazy mm. man or is he actually into... Yeah, and it's Jeff, like a K-Pack situation. Yeah, and Jeff Goldblum runs this uh, cable television uh, Home like shopping, shopping thing, channel yeah. thing. And he's like, this guy would be great for, for my channel. Wait, how did he, he come to that decision? Segment. And there's this one sequence where he starts his first segment and then he just goes around the whole set to all these other segments yeah. that are filming. And he starts like interrupting like these cooking shows and everything. Is is that how TV stations and, work? Because that's no, like Gremlins I, too, which I is like a bunch so. of stages. Yeah, I really don't think so. And I just thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. When <laughs> yeah, I was you're like, puncturing when those I was fat like cats. Twelve years old. Yeah, I just thought it was too funny. So have you already do bought your copy? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, do I remember much else about this movie? Not mm-hmm. really, but I remember enjoying it a lot. You know, it was directed by Stephen Herrick, who made The Mighty Ducks. Yeah, so, what well, he so. made Critters. He made, he made Crit- Bill yeah, and Ted's made a Excellent of, Adventure. A lot of great. He made a hundred Dalmatians with Glenn Close. Sorry, I go to the Mighty Ducks first and foremost. Really? So. Not even Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I, I love the Bill What a journeyman so. director. I know, what a career, know? but like I, films that people I love. I like him a lot. Yeah. yeah, he's great. And you know what? For a silly 90s comedy, yeah. you could do worse. All right, listener, Holy watch Holy you Man. Do worse than Holy tell Man. us if it holds up. <laughs> yeah, please tell us if it holds up. <laughs> okay, so there are so many TV shows this week that I had to make its own television section, but it looks like one slipped into this classic section. <laughs> How does so it slip We're going to talk into about it. It is King of Queens. <laughs> is the Kevin James comedy? Yeah, of course. Okay, I have questions. Other King Sitcoms. Yeah. Uh, especially this one. Yeah. Who is buying this? <laughs> Who Lots is of this people for? are buying No. People love King of Queens. Did you never watch King of I've Queens? I've never watched King of Queens. Uh, I used to work at Rogers, and we had like a TV mm-hmm. that would just display the cable network, and always King of Queens was on for some And when people stop, they'd be like, oh, man, I love this show. Like, yeah, this show's funny. I like this guy. And you know what? I've seen some King of Queens. It's not that bad. How does it compare I, to <laughs> According to Jim? Oh, wow. I actually liked According to Jim <laughs> when you? I was, when it, like, you know the first few seasons. Jim Belushi yeah. is supposedly like the world's hugest asshole, oh, yeah, which is really you funny. Tell. You can tell. Where is this ego coming <laughs> from? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Do you think people like confuse him with John Belushi? Yeah, like, I think we talked about this a few episodes ago, and I was trying to think of what the Dan Harmon animated uh, show. Yeah, I think it was. It's like Doctor Frankenhole. It was uh, called. Right, yeah, right. where if John Belushi doesn't do enough cocaine, he turns into Jim Belushi, and right, everybody's right. like, "Oh, you're so annoying." Yeah. and he's like, "Hey, I gotta go down to the House of Blues." Oh my god! Well, if you want to see annoying Jim Belushi, according to Jim, is the ticket. Right? Okay, it's but like King the of Queens. Apotheosis of that like schlubby fat with a beautiful. With, wife. Like, a beautiful wife, but he's also just obnoxious as hell. Like, <laughs> she's constantly putting up with him. King of Queens is also like that, although I would say Kevin, Kevin James, James is probably is more, more charming, charming, right? Yeah. Um, and Leia Ramini is great. I've always liked her. Mm. Um, taking down Scientology. Wait, love it. which one was Pat Oswalt on? Was he on King of Queens or According to Jim? I think it was King of Queens, uh, right? King of Queens. Yeah, yeah I don't think because he, he was like the yeah, schlubby sidekick you're right, best you're friend. Right. It was. Um, and then Jerry Stiller plays. Uh, oh, I mean, every, uh, I love, love Jerry, Jerry Stiller. Stiller. <laughs> so I don't know. I never watched watched it religiously mm-hmm. or anything, but I would catch it here or there, and I actually thought it was kind of funny. Really. So, uh, now that we've mi- uh, moved that away from that, <laughs> yeah. the classic TV show, yeah. let's move back into classic movies. We've got Operation Crossbow, another yeah. Warner Archives release. Uh, this one directed by Michael Anderson, who made Logan's Run, Around the World in 80 Days. Famously, people would say the uh, the film that didn't deserve the Oscar no, that know, year. Right? <laughs> and uh, he also did he also did Dam Busters, which yep. I remember my dad showing me, which was weird, because I was like, what? This is okay. a movie you really like? People, I've never seen it, but it read all the time. People <laughs> Interesting. Busters. And this one is about um, a World War II man on a mission. It has George Papar, Jeremy Kemp, Tom Courtney. I know one of those names. <laughs> I know, right? And so, yeah, Operation Crossbow, it's all right there in the yeah, title. Yeah, I know it's a pretty well-loved film. Mm-hmm. They 
people have been waiting for a Blu-ray upgrade for a while, so yeah. it's been selling well so far. Um, okay, know, it's one of those like war kind of military yeah. type spy action movies that just like hit that sweet spot for, for like particular people, of, like boomers, fifty plus. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay, so speaking of movies that I loved as a child, oh. <laughs> Three Thousand Miles to Graceland. <laughs> I've actually never seen this. What film. I know, this movie I know. starts just like scorpions <laughs> fighting in CGI. I've always wanted to, never, never got to. I it, remember though. like even like I watched it a second time because I probably rented it. I was like, oh no, this isn't so good as I think it is. Such uh, heavy hitters: Kevin Costner, oh, yeah. David Arquette. I'm missing some people. There's David some Arquette. other Elvises. Kurt Russell. <laughs> Kurt Russell. That's right. I love that you go to David Arquette before. <laughs> I, I mean, Kurt I would Russell too. In this I would movie. too. Um, and yeah, this is real bad. I just remember this being a huge bomb. When it was it came out, a like, massive bomb. Yeah. It. And that made me like want to see it even why more. Why don't you? Honestly, I would have thought you would have seen it. I don't, yeah, I don't know why I never did, but I will now. I mean, it's one I like have always been curious. <laughs> that about. director Does it made age well at all. Uh, it probably aged great because it's like <laughs> yeah. style is so particular. Yeah. Like I'm not joking. It starts with two metal scorpions yeah. fighting. It was like Matrix style that CGI. That sounds amazing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that sounds like my type of film. The director, I uh, was shocked that he had made some movies after this. I think he's like a music video director okay. and commercials, but he made a film that has almost the same plot in like 2000. Oh, yeah. 10, yeah, which is like a bunch of people like uh, rob a Las Vegas casino. I remember Great. one of the issues with this movie is that like they don't rob a lot of money, but they kill a lot. They rob like a hundred thousand dollars, and they have to split it like four or five ways, <laughs> and they kill yes. like ten people. Yeah, here it gets pretty vicious and vile. Right? Yeah. Oh, because Courtney Cox is in it as well. Oh, she is. Yeah, she is. I mean, this is I like mean, Mark it. Nip. I'm surprised that you I've, haven't seen it. I know. Okay, so we also have the world, the flesh, and the devil. Another Warner Archives release. Yeah, this sounds really interesting, but I'd never heard of it. It's like no, a post-apocalyptic, uh, huh. like, sci- it almost sounds like a Roger Corman-esque last uh, Yeah, 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 thing. the day but the world maybe a ended. Bit more, uh, huh. like, sounds I think interesting. Harry Belafonte's in it, I believe. Um, <laughs> yeah, playing his tunes, yeah. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> we cannot guarantee that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Never heard about it, it sounds before. Sounds really cool, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sony has another one, The Whole Nine Yards. Man, they are just, like, dropping their hits this Bruce week. Bruce Willis, again. We just can't get away <laughs> I from I mean, him. speaking of Friends, uh, Courtney Cox, Matthew <laughs> right. Perry. Matthew Perry. Now, who do you think of the Friends had the best career in films afterwards probably Jennifer Aniston Jennifer Aniston yeah no. it's not even a question Um, I mean Matthew Perry at the time I thought Matthew Perry was hilarious really I was a big fan of Chandler Um, not I wasn't really a Friends I was more of a Seinfeld guy yeah okay you were better meaner whenever I did watch Friends I thought Chandler was the best I must have watched Uh, Friends a lot as a kid and I don't remember a single episode or a single joke I couldn't tell you any of the episodes but the whole nine yards I really liked it. <laughs> I was a big fan of this film. Uh, I thought it was Why? Really again, don't know if it holds up. Uh, I can guarantee you I just thought it, it was really funny. When it, I thought, I'm a again, bigger I fan thought Matthew Perry was funny. Of so the I whole thought, ten yards. I never saw that one. That one has a sequel. I think it's directed or written by the guy who made Daredevil. I think you might be right. <laughs> yes. This is information I know. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing the whole nine yards as a teenager when it came out on VHS and being very disappointed. I got to watch really? some of that Friends magic. I think uh, just, I, you I know, Matthew know. LeBlanc, he's the one that... Yeah, Matt. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, Ed, right? That, yeah. <laughs> that, was, a, that was a big film Is that on Blu-ray or DVD? 
I mean, I'm sure it's on DVD. Yeah. I don't even think we have it. If people I don't, don't know, Ed is the one where Matt LeBlanc um, <laughs> teams up with, 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 with an orangutan. A, yeah, but you have to be clear. It is not like a real orangutan. No. It is a little person in an orangutan costume. Yeah, and it which is the makes most it so much better. horrifying <laughs> thing you've ever seen. It ends with him almost dying. I think, he, yeah, the orangutan yeah. goes into a coma. And I think Matt LeBlanc like, hits a bunch of homers because he's a yeah, baseball player him, yeah. <laughs> to like, bring him back to you life. Know, it was one of those classic 90s animals. <laughs> Sports jams. <laughs> sports um, jams. You know, uh, how, I loved it a lot. I feel like people don't even remember Ed existed. How so. has no one made, yeah, because they confused it with Ed TV, <laughs> exactly, the Ron yeah. Howard film. Yeah, you mean Ed TV, right? <laughs> yeah, the classic, um, is it Woody Harrelson? Yeah, yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they should do like an animal jam where it's like all of the animals oh, yeah. fight, like, I don't know, the Looney Tunes or something yeah, like that. Sh- Air Bud. Was there a pig that played sports? Babe, let's just throw Babe well, in there. there. Was M- MVP, the yes. most valuable primate, or, and Airbud. Uh, and don't forget Ed. MVP two, most vertical primate, most, vertical prim- <laughs> most extreme primate. Oh, I think this is the third one where he skateboards, yeah. snowboards. Yeah, you're right. Uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah cop dogs, mostly dogs. Yeah, mostly no dogs. cats doing anything. No, unless you're thinking mostly of like CGI dogs cats. And apes, I think <laughs> was what it was. Oh, this is a Korean, a South Korean, Mr. Go, where it's a gorilla oh, yeah? that plays baseball. Great. I feel like that's probably breaking the rules. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that should be a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Indicator, uh, the UK company, is putting yep. out Young Winston, a film about Winston Churchill. Yeah, it's one of Richard Attenborough's lesser-known directorial. The man from uh, Jurassic Park. Of course. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> Sorry, that's my go-to line. That's your Richard Attenborough. <laughs> Richard Attenborough. Kids, when anybody mentions it. Like, does that yeah, happen a lot? Hey, look, just, I just watched Gandhi like on DVD. When he gets introduced kids. and the kids come up and he's like, kids! And then they run up the stairs and tackle him. Yeah. Great. Oh, I just always associate Richard Abbott. Is he in the second? Yeah, he is in the second one. He's like bedridden. Briefly, yeah, yeah. Only at the beginning, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, if you want a movie about young Winston Churchill, it has him on the cover with a gun. It looks yeah. like an action-packed I mean, adventure. Uh, people like this film, from what I hear. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. uh, indicator releases. Very expensive. Very, very expensive edition. So if you want, nice it, you really want it, you really want it. Yeah. Uh, we also have Intimate a film from 2001 by Academy Award beating <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, Mark How Rylance. How dare you, Mark Rylance. Have you seen the video of uh, Sylvester Stallone losing the Academy Award? Uh, he was taking, I, mean, I watched it that year. He was taking remember. his notes out, and then they announced oh, Mark Rylance, and he puts them back in, and he looks in the camera, and he goes like this. Uh, well, He should have won. You know, that seemed was, almost like a hate. He was yeah. yeah. And I can't believe uh, Mark Rylance. I never even saw Bridge of Spies. <laughs> Bridge of Spies, so. a movie that nobody remembers anymore. I know, but people like Mark Rylance. Rylance, right? He's like a, an actor who's just been around for a long yeah, time. Yeah, when he plays like a sad uh, Willy Wonka in Ready Player One, where he just <laughs> doesn't that, want to be there. Right. See, I had never saw that. You never saw Ready Player One? I'm gonna have to speak the to your nostalgia uh, was just too oh it's awful thick so bad for me I'm but not, you know I gotta talk to the company that sets you out to movies because I want you to set you gotta yeah. see the Ready Player Ones and the big ones. <laughs> I would watch it if somebody sat me down in a chair. And, <laughs> like, strap you, know, you in and open your eyes. Style, it is yeah. exactly what you think it is. And that's why I didn't want to see So, uh, it. Intimacy, uh, I guess this was a young this was buff like a Mike Rylance. This was like a real scandal of a film. Was it? Yeah, because it's like really explicit sexually. Mm. It's one of those like... So I see all about, of like, Mark Rylance. Right? Yeah, apparently you see yeah. I've never seen it. I don't know. Apparently you see all of Mark Rylance in this film. So Well, sounds great. It's one of those. I, you know, get I feel intimate. like there was a wave of these kind of films where it was like two people having an affair. Yeah. It's like, what is that Richard Gere one? Them in the hotel rooms and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Like, uh, unfaithful. Unfaithful, right? and then, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Maester, which I did like. Uh, okay. Film, yeah. So you got to compare it to Intimacy. You got to yeah, check that I, I out. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, and then we have American Me, the uh, Edward James 
almost, uh, I guess, mega project because he yeah, like, writes, is, he directs, oh, yeah. he stars. Uh, never seen it. I never saw it. Um, nope. Seems sounds cool, good. Though. Yeah, it sounds really cool. He's facing an 18-year prison sentence. He goes to jail, gets out, but his past returns. Yeah, Uh-oh. exactly. You know, he's got to deal with his his gang. Yeah, the shout past, factory release, the violent drug trade. Is know. this like a shout select release? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have any special features, or is it like a shout select release, it's, like the Great Waldo Pepper? A little bit. It's a little better than the Great Waldo Pepper. I can't remember exactly what's yeah. on it. Um, Do you think they got Eddie James to come in and uh, record a commentary? I mean, think so, right? Uh, it's like my favorite Edward James uh, almost performance is in the trailer for the Great Ice Cream Man, and by that I mean the editing because oh it's God, like Edward James almost and. Edward James almost. I've never seen that movie, but I remember that trailer. So <laughs> I love. Well. It was uh, on like every videotape. I love trailers that like introduce someone twice. So it'd be <laughs> like Jim Carrey and Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey. Yeah. like you've never seen him before. <laughs> so clever. <laughs> Okay, so television-wise, ah, uh, yeah, this is where we dig in into this stuff that I've never don't seen. We often talk about television mm. here, but, you know, there was so much TV coming out this week. Yeah, we got Yellowstone Season 2, <laughs> a Kevin Costner TV show. Kevin Costner lives in his own corner where <laughs> yeah. he just, like, makes Western-based TV shows, and all power to him. Yeah, because, right? And kind of, like, neoliberal, like, yeah. political movies like Swing Vote and stuff like that. Oh, my God, Swing Vote, <laughs> which Kino put out a little while back. Did they? they wow. Did. Um, so, Yellowstone... Stone, I assume he's fighting uh, bears or something yeah, like that. I think Kevin Reynolds also has something to do with this. I like so Kevin he's Reynolds. back together with his... No, yeah. His, uh, was it Yellowstone or was it before that? Uh, Hatfield and McCoy. He did Hatfield and yeah, McCoy Yeah, I also joint. think Kevin Reynolds mm. has something. Either he produces or directs a couple episodes or something. At least with season one he did. Did you re-watch Waterworld when it came out? I've never seen Waterworld. You've never seen Waterworld? No, that seems like entirety. prime. Yo, you gotta watch the Ulysses one of those cut movies I've that seen. is four hours long. I know, long. I know. <laughs> I gotta sit down and watch it. I've seen so much of mm. it here and there on TV. And well, you've seen The Postman, never. right? No. So you've never seen Kevin Costner? I, hate, I don't like Kevin Costner. <laughs> Why not? Throw that out there. I just never liked him. He just reminded me of some boring dad. Dad. You <laughs> know, I just didn't ever like. I've never seen Dances with Wolves. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Bull Durham. Like a lot of his movies, I've just never. Gotten I'm trying to, to think of whatever so. Kevin. Oh yeah, he's in like some Aaron um, Sorkin. What was the one that he was in with? Uh, oh, yeah. Real bad. Uh, the one about the gambling. I don't remember what it's called. Um, yeah, I, I like Kevin Costner. Molly's Cost. Game? Was Molly's game that's that? right. Yeah, there was oh, okay. Aaron Sorkin's director. Yeah, I know debut. he's making a bit of a comeback. These like Yeah, for dads. For like boomers for dads, and stuff like know, that. Dad's like this guy. I don't yeah, know. They do. My dad likes <laughs> Kevin My dad Cost. loves Kevin My Costner. dad loved The Postman. We watch it <laughs> really? all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta wa- I gotta watch Waterworld and The Postman and do a like uh, back a to- mega back Oh my God. I'll let you know if I survive. I mean, oh, or Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Never seen that. Oh my God. You gotta have a I know, I've got a major blind spot with Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah, you're I'm trying to even think of a single Kevin Costner movie I've seen, and uh, I'm coming up blank. You here. disgust me. Do you guys still have Waterworld, that big box set oh, that yeah. came out? Oh, yeah. The, with the Ulysses cut the Ulysses. and the. We uh, sold so many of those. Really? Man. But yeah, you still have love some. Wow. Waterworld, yeah. <laughs> no one loves Waterworld. Yeah. Yeah. They're just morbidly some curious. Were to spend almost $50 for Waterworld. <laughs> this so. guy right here. Yeah, there you, yeah, you went there. <laughs> um, you also have Handmaid's Tale, the third season, a show that I don't. Don't watch, but my partner doesn't. She loves yeah, it. Yeah, I hear it's really, really grim. I mean, <laughs> as it should be. Um, I've never seen it either, but... You know, it's Canadian. It's all shot in Canada. It's Margaret not Canadian. I know it is it's an American Canadian, production that people, shoots in Canada. People like to claim it as Canadian. It's so. not. Yeah, like yeah. those ads that play like in cineplexes that are like, "This is Canadian," and I they know. show you a bunch of American it's movies like, you know, that shoot in Canada. 
Yeah. Don't think so. <laughs> no, nope, that is not true. Yeah. We also have the Kaminsky Method season one. I'm glad all these Netflix shows are coming know, out. Right? Chuck Lorre's <laughs> return to the small screen. Uh, I know you're a big Two and a Half Men fan over here. Uh, you know what? If anybody <laughs> watched Two and a Half Men, I bet you it was you. Um, I, I've seen more, too much Two and a Half Men. <laughs> not because I ever liked Two and a Half Men, but when I had, you know, I didn't even like pay for cable. I had like an antenna where you yeah. get like just CTV. CBC. And so that's all that was and on? That's all that was on. It was Two and Half Men and Big Bang Theory. So. so that's all you watched? I mean, I could definitely handle Two and a Half Men more than Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. I hated Big Bang Theory. Whenever Does anybody like out. Big Bang Theory anymore? I don't know. Season 12 came out last week. Or we're, <laughs> but it's done. It's done There's now, no more right? yet. Yeah. Well, young Sheldon, though. Because so, Chucky you know. needs to um, focus yeah, Ch- on I'm, the Kaminsky method. Which was a big hit at like the Emmys or the Golden Globes yeah. last year or something. Everyone I've heard know? that scene is like, it's not bad i guess like which is the best that they can give it michael douglas alan arkin they're two old crusty guys Speaking going through life for dads good eh? yeah. <laughs> shows for grandpas <laughs> grandpas here jesus um and we also have catch 22 a show that came and went the one that george clooney produced yeah i like uh christopher abbott a lot the actor that plays the main oh really i don't know who that is he is uh probably not he was on girls for a while mm. but he's known for he was in a film called. There's a lot of indie stuff. So he was in a film called James White, which okay, was really, yeah, yeah, really I remember James White. We had to take film. care of his mother. Yeah, and he's really De Niro-esque kind of performance. And I know everybody says he's like De Niro, but yeah. this was like actually really. And he's just a really like, I don't know, intense mm-hmm. young actor who I really like. I mean, so, I, I love Catch Twenty Two, the book, mm-hmm. and I love the Mike Nichols yeah, movie. I know you yeah, do. we talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great commentary with Mike Nichols and Steven Soderbergh on the DVD, mm-hmm. but. I got really unexcited when I heard that this miniseries takes the event of the books and puts them in chronological order, right. which is like, what? The whole book, the point is like one paragraph is here, one paragraph is there, and yeah. it's how those paragraphs kind of sync up with so each other. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? This is classic, yeah. like, George Clooney, oh, I'm a bad director. What am I doing? Do you remember George when there was that Clooney. Sony leak <laughs> and he sent a letter to the execs after Monuments came out? <laughs> yeah, came out and he's like, I'm that. sorry. I'm so sorry. It's all on me. I'm so so bad. That Sony leak was the greatest thing to happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, that Chan- was really funny. Channing yeah, Tatum, like, oh, LOL, 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 yeah, LOL. Yeah. And people realized that he had typed it all because <laughs> there were like multiple different mistakes in the LOL. Oh, man. So good. That was great. Yeah, what do you think about George Clooney as a director? I don't think he's very good. Yeah. I think he's kind of boring. I, I, I like yeah. his, I like what he likes, and mm-hmm. I wish he brought a little more of that energy. Like, he was obsessed with live television, like in the yep. early 2000s, yep. and he did some live TV shows. I really like that. Yeah. He uh, did that fail safe. Fail safe. Thing, right? Um, yeah. But the weird thing is that, like, he just needs to push things further. He's, like, yeah. almost so in love with his inspirations that it, his films don't feel like they have much of a pulse. Fair Even, enough, like, Confessions yeah. of a Dangerous Mind, so which I really is fine. liked that film when it came yeah, out. Yeah, when you were I a kid, as a teenager, yeah. I liked Sam Rockwell a lot mm-hmm. in that, and I just... And I liked Good Night and Good Luck when it came out, too. Yeah, but it's I have, fine. I haven't revisited any of these I films, think that's, like, so. George Clooney's, like, filmography is, yeah. like, it's fine. But then everything he puts out now, like, yeah, The Monuments Man, or, like, he did that uh, leather... He did Leatherheads, right? Leatherheads. Like it's like, wow, I have no interest. Well, I think the issue with George Clooney is that he often works with material that, like, they should have gone to more interesting directors. Mm-hmm. And you're like, because Leatherheads was supposed to be directed by Steven it Soderbergh. Was, right, Remember, yeah. he directed that one with Matt Damon that was like an early Coen's Brothers script. Right. Uh, yeah. a suburba something. Suburbicon. Suburbicon. Didn't, didn't see that, see that one, one either. either. Yeah. But, like, like, I know what I'm going to get with George Clooney. So when those movies come out, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, Leatherheads, too. It's like, uh, there's no charm here. And, like, that's no. what you're trying to do. Even though I don't think Steven Soderbergh can do that because I don't, Steven Soderbergh's films are not very yeah, he's charming. Not a charming guy. I 
love yeah, Steven yeah. Soderbergh, but Me I almost too. want to take Me him too. aside and be like, have some fun, man. I know. Like, I like know. you can have fun. He's yeah. so obsessed with like doing things differently that like he sometimes forgets like, maybe there's a reason people don't do it yeah, like this. I, what me thinking about Steven Soderbergh having fun is like Schizopolis to me. Uh, like, I don't like that, Schizopolis. Oh, I love Schizopolis. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the fun ones. I mean, yeah, I love I the book he wrote. Have you ever read the book? Yeah, the Journal he kept with, with Richard it. Lester? Yeah, yeah, it's a great so book. So good. It's a very good book. I wonder yeah. why like he stopped doing all that stuff. Like you feel directors, oh. they get to a certain point in their career and maybe it's like, who cares that mm-hmm. I do? Like I'm looking like uh, Robert Rodriguez would do all that yep. stuff and whether you like or dislike Robert Rodriguez films, how could you like his new ones yeah. um, that kind of personality movie? that wrote like Rebel Without a Crew and yep. do all those commentaries that was great mm-hmm. and then eventually I think at post Spike it's 3D he's like mm-hmm. I just don't want to do this anymore yeah. and Steven Soderbergh's the same way where yeah. he's like I don't want to do commentary it doesn't interest me anymore yep. even though that he does appear on the commentary which is a new one on the um the new Greg Motola, uh, Motola film. Oh, Day Trippers. Day Trippers. Yeah, yeah there's that. a Steven Soderbergh commentary yeah. track on that. So, I like that. Yeah, I guess if it's a Criterion yeah. release, he'll be like Steven, more willing to no, play but, ball. But he wouldn't do one for like um, King of the Hill when the Criterion That's released true. it. But then he like puts the underneath on it. Yeah, I, I love it. Does, like, it's a 30 minute I intro. I hate this movie so much. I, don't, yeah. I love that intro where he's just like, I don't even know what I was doing. This is the yeah. stupidest. Well, that's what led to Schizopolis. fool here. Yeah, he's like, what am I doing? Why am I remaking this movie? Like, what else do I have to say I uh, speaking like of George the, Clooney like and Steven Soderbergh <laughs> yeah. I do like Solaris oh I love Solaris yeah, yeah I really I saw that in theaters when it came mm. out I actually saw it before the original Solaris too mm. like, so you're like this is a good no one knowledge of it yeah I like it a lot I think they're both kind of their own thing I, I, there's a really good commentary on that DVD it's Steven Soderbergh and James Cameron oh yeah because James produced Cameron produced that, it and right. Steven Soderbergh talks about like he had a 75 minute version of the movie mm-hmm. he had one scored all to Led Zeppelin that's, like that's wild <laughs> so I forgot we were talking about Steven yeah, Soderbergh, great filmmaker. Yeah, Catch 22, that's where we were. Yeah, yeah George Clooney. Uh, and uh, you know, like I said, Catch 22, commentarist Mike Nichols. So, up next, we have uh, Charlie's Angels, the complete series. I have never seen an episode of Charlie's Angels. Yeah, like. Me neither. My, my knowledge of Charlie's Angels starts and ends with the McG. Wait, series. but have you seen Full Throttle yet? <laughs> I have seen Full Throttle. Oh, after me, now, um, it's well, being like, have you like, not seen it? Like, there's, all Crispin, there's more Crispin Glover, and I'm like, I, I gotta see that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I did want to see Full Throttle a lot when it came out. And yeah, <laughs> and your parents are like, this is too exactly extreme right. for you, Mark. <laughs> but I had to review the new Charlie's Angels, yes. which I saw, which was actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I saw it, it too. It was actually and, not bad. And I actually thought it was really fun, and it's that thing that, like, when films come out sometimes, I remember when the trailer came out people were like looks lame looks know, really bad and it's like it's almost like an instinctive thing that people have it's like as ah, a women-led project it has to be the greatest thing ever or you know it doesn't pass muster and it's bad yeah because you know i agree it's not it, it's lacking the style that like the mcgees mm-hmm. had shot by bill pope though it oh really okay. yeah the yeah, new charlie's angels remember that but it does feel a bit like that kind of conventional TV issue kind of way that yeah it does nowadays but a lot of fun a lot of Kevin Elizabeth Banks puts her own like flourishes in it Uh, Kate Stu steals the show love Kristen Stewart Mm -hmm. I liked all three of the actors yeah they're great I thought Naomi Scott was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. like kind of that sort of supermodel she's like really like she wants to be a part of it but she's like kind of like oh I don't know what to do and uh, Ella Belinska who's kind of the new face in it she Mm -hmm. kind of like deserves an action franchise all of her own yeah so we're saying check out the new Charlie's Angels which has already been banished to Canada Square 
cinema on its opening that's weekend. Thing. So it like got, they like, made their decision even before reviews. it came out. It got it did really bad opening. Yeah, it did. The box office, which is really like it's such it's a really bummer. Stupid, honestly. Yeah. Like just go. You're, people it, are going to go see like a billion Marvel movies. Why don't you go, go see Charlie's Angels? Angels. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. This is weird. Like bias. People just don't like. So full throttle. What did you say, Mark? Full throttle. I liked a lot. Yeah, I thought it was kind of more of the same. Yeah, the first one. Um, I also rewatched the first one. Yes. Didn't hold up as much as no. I remember. And Drew Barrymore's in brown face in one scene. Oh, no, really? Yeah. I do not remember that. There's a that. lot of bad cultural appropriation in it. Um, there's even, they use that song, Turning Japanese. Oh, God. That really bad. Uh, but the brown face thing is like, oh, nobody, I totally forgot Drew Barrymore was in but full on brown face. Tom Green's cameo still holds oh, up. Tom Green, Canada's favorite son, Tom Green. Jesus. I can't believe Drew Barrymore was with Tom Green, married to Tom Green. Uh, this is a very moving oh, chapter in his autobiography where he talks about their house burning down. Oh, God. Uh, but Full Throttle, yeah, they replace Tom Green. Uh, they replace Bill Murray, which I, because I forgot they Bill replace Murray him was with? like a huge asshole on the set yeah. of the first one. Uh, Bernie Mac plays oh, the new boss. Much more charming. Who also has some questionable jokes. <laughs> really? Yeah, he fat shames women. Uh, yeah, there's oh, some fat God. shaming. It's just like, Early 2000s entertainment is kind of questionable. You know? uh, probably all entertainment uh, yeah. pre <laughs> that know, time. Specifically early 2000s yeah. entertainment. There oh, are boy. Some really Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I hope you like yeah. Gay Panic. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was watching, my uh, partner and I were rewatching the Freddy vs. Jason recently. Yes. And they full on dropped the F bomb. Yes. In that when they're in like, hey, Freddy, come over, you. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. And I, was, I totally forgot when I first saw this movie that that happened. That was and a was pretty like, big deal wow, when it came out. Yeah, because I remember like reviewers were like, "What the hell is this?" I know, yeah, and the, the writers were like, "We didn't script that." Like that was yeah. just like improv. And I'm like, "Oh, Kelly Rowland." What the <laughs> hell? Like, but anyways, getting back to, to the what well, we were talking the complete about, series. An- oh, Full Throttle. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Crispin Glover. <laughs> I thought Justin Theroux's Irish accent was really stupid. <laughs> Justin Theroux was in that movie. Yeah, he's the bad guy. I don't he's like remember. the new Sam Rockwell, basically. Ugh. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good, but it was kind of just... Sam Rockwell's a villain. I remember nothing about wow. these Charlie's <laughs> Angels movies. Does he dance? Yeah, he does. Sam Rockwell, you know, I don't know. I'm going to go home and watch the Charlie's Angels show. Yeah. I did go home and I watched a Joseph Losey film. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, what did I you did. watch? I watched A Servant. And? It was okay. Okay. It was, okay. The reason I avoided it was like, it's two hours of like a guy psychologically breaking down someone else. Mm. That's pretty much what it is. Okay. It's like, you get what you pay for. All so, right. yeah. Um, well, anyways, back to Charlie's Angels. <laughs> yeah, that's it. This is a 70s series. It's, yeah. it's not Ray. the 90s version. I'm sure it was a 90s oh, there reboot, is right? It's a 90s reboot. You're right. Yeah. That'll come out next. Uh, Batman Beyond, the complete series, is out. Yep. Never really watched it. I never saw Batman I keep Beyond. meaning yeah, I don't know. to watch Batman Beyond because okay. I like the animated series when I was a kid. People yeah. say this is good. I know you're allergic to superheroes, so you're never going to watch yeah. it, right? I, I saw a bit of the Batman animated series, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I never got to Beyond. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I know it's got a huge cult following. <laughs> yeah. It comes with toys and everything. Oh, no. That means it's so expensive. Yeah, then. there's a cheaper edition coming out next week. Okay. So if you just want, I don't the need show, the toys. Not the yeah. toys. Then yeah. that'll work out for me. Yeah. So now we're moving on to the new movies. New movies. And we have American <laughs> Dreamer starring Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> so when I first saw the cover for this on like the order sheet, it was kind of small, and I real I thought Jim Gaffigan was Michael Keaton. On the he does. I thought 
It was the like, same thing. And I, and I, I clicked on it, it. I ordered and everything. And I was telling people like, oh, yeah, it was a new Michael Keaton movie. And I was so excited. I'm like, oh, Michael Keaton in the new movie. And then it comes out and I'm like, that's not Michael Keaton. Jim Gaffigan. And apparently his first dramatic role. Did you ever hear about the lawsuit that was brought against Michael Keaton? I don't remember for what it was, but he was like contractually obligated to go like advertise a movie he was in and he appeared on a talk show and like in the like court order it's like he looked bored he didn't want to <laughs> um, like participate or answer any questions and when they came back from a commercial break he was wearing sunglasses <laughs> that's great I did not hear that that's a great Michael Keaton story yeah so America Dreamer it's a serious Jim Gaffigan movie yeah. Um, yep never. I like Jim Gaffigan as a comedian a lot mm-hmm. I've been always, I always been confused a big fan him. of him I'm like um, is he one of those blue collar comedy dudes no, he, he's not he's not he, his comedy's great though Isn't he, he's, he's, just, a, is he's he, just the everyman he's the Hot Pockets guy he's the right? Hot Pockets guy <laughs> that's right the Hot Pockets if you haven't seen the Hot Pockets bit it's too good classic he also does a great classic Jerry McDonald's and like the last fry in the bag of McDonald's being like oh so wait do you sad. think he's gonna be like there'll be like a <laughs> um, uh, a uh, turn like the other comedians who do every man shtick I I don't know I don't know we'll we'll have to see we'll have to wait and see because you know um, the classic quote that power power doesn't corrupt power reveals exactly yeah <laughs> I don't know I mean I, I like how we're talking about this movie like is Jim Gaffigan a bad man? I know like that, that's what's really at stake here <laughs> I don't know Jim Gaffigan's comedy has just always kind of been like really family man mm, yeah. based too. Yeah. I don't know. The, uh, I mean, they like should have just, just slotted fun, him in to According to Jim. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm surprised he never got his He did own. have a sitcom, did I think. He did. Sitcom? It didn't. Okay. I don't know if it lasted didn't very long. Off. So, yeah, yeah American he's Dreamer. He's serious movies now because yep. he's actually in another serious movie out this week, too. Is he? Which he's, one? He's in Them That Follow. Oh. Which is kind of like a horror thriller. Yeah, about thing. the Appalachian, um, yeah. you know, snake handler religious yeah. people. Yeah. Apparently it's cool. I got good reviews and everything. Oh, did it? It's got okay. a good cast. Uh, I remember like hearing about Goggins it and then nothing. It. Yeah. That was pretty much, oh, Walter Goggins is Walter in it? Walter Goggins All right, is they it. have yeah. to. Yeah, legally Walter Goggins yeah, has to appear exactly. in any movie that takes place like, uh, I guess that's the yeah, South, right? Yeah, in the right? Appalachian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Jim Gaffigan's in this one too. So He plays a know. snake. Yeah. yeah, he plays a snake, imagine. <laughs> he would play a good snake. I mean, I'm sure he's in an animated movie where he plays some kind <laughs> yeah. of character. Like, like Jim Gaffigan yeah. is like prime celebrity. Like, like he's not in um, Zootopia, but he's in like The Wild. He's probably an Angry Birds movie or something. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. Probably, like, or the emoticon. Uh, emoticon. Emoticon. <laughs> uh, did you see Blinded by the Light? The I film didn't. by Gorinda uh, uh, Chatham? I didn't, know. Um, people say it's good. I'm kind of getting, I feel like this is a new wave of like, movies about classic or American music mm-hmm. like how they affect modern day people yeah I mean this one is actually like, like, like yesterday and I feel like there was one more that I'm kind of yeah um, this one is about like a Pakistani teenager yeah. who finds meeting in Bruce Springsteen's music yeah. you a big fan of the boss no, don't. I don't know. Don't no, pawn us. You would say, yeah. yeah. No, I, I Sorry, like, my shelves are filled with Larry that, Cohen yeah, albums. exactly, right? Larry Cohen. <laughs> Larry Cohen albums, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leonard Cohen. Yeah. His friends call him Larry. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> they're related, his, right? his favorite stooge. <laughs> um, Wait, because you yeah. Leonard. You can make that Larry, right? Yeah, exactly. that that, that, I've heard that they called Leonard Larry. People that <laughs> Did were they? close. No. <laughs> Okay. Not at all. I'm so excited. I like I knew what I was talking. Are about. you a Bob Dylan guy? Um, 
I'm not just like a I'm a Billy Joel music. man myself. Yeah, you're a Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. Someone I'm wrote a Beach a, Boys guy. I'll say that. <laughs> someone wrote a great tweet, which is like, um, oh, how did it go? It was like people, uh, Bruce Springsteen wrote music for like the middle class mm-hmm. uh, who want to feel like they're part of the working class. Yeah. And Billy Joel wor- wrote music for the working class who wants to know how like the middle class right. live. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Bruce Springsteen, like I... I appreciate Bruce Springsteen. I just don't mm-hmm. have the knowledge. Yeah. I, mean, I, I like Bruce Springsteen's I think it's songs like, at the end of movies a lot, like yeah. at the end of Face Off. <laughs> so are you like, like, yeah, Bruce Springsteen should have scored all of Mass. Yeah, the classic. definitely. Oh, man, I was at a Best Buy. I took a photo and I never posted it. And like on their DVD wall on the bottom shelf was Mask, the Peter oh Bogdanovich film. And I'm like, how did this get here? It's like $5. Yeah. They just want to get like rid of it. They it in the back room yeah. somewhere. Oh, and like no one's going to buy this because they don't sell that many DVDs. So it has to be like big mainstream yeah. new stuff. It just got slipped in with an order yeah. somewhere. I mean, we... But, um, yeah, I heard this film was... Yeah, charming, good, good yeah. from the director uh, of Bending. Yeah, uh, I like Bending like Beckham. Beckham a lot when I saw that. When <laughs> I mean, it plays at the University of Toronto like, uh, twice a year. <laughs> I know, I know. But it was fun. Yeah, a charming movie. Uh, mm. And yeah, I heard good things about this. I yeah. just think, yeah, this is like a new trend. Of, yeah, like, I, didn't even, I didn't even make those, connect those dots, back. but you're right. Yeah. Uh, we also have a new film from an auteur who I thought had retired from this world. Yeah, that's why I put this on. <laughs> Tom Shadiak, <laughs> the director of Bruce Almighty. Yep. Uh, uh, is it Evan Ace Almighty? Ven- yep, yep. Yeah, um, Ace Ventura. Uh, Ace Ventura. Uh, uh, what else did, did he, he make? Did he do just the sequel? Did he do, um, I don't know. Didn't, no, he didn't do the, the sequel. What are you talking about? The sequel's directed by Steve Odenkirk, yeah, man. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember which one Odenkirk did. Yeah, he did the Shadiac funniest did. one. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest and so uh, Tom Shadiak came back to do... Oh, man. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I also put this on the list because Greg Kinnear's in it. Oh, well, (laughs) it is the classic Greg Kinnear (laughs) film. But it's also about a man who was accused of sexual assault and the woman was lying. Oh, is that what this is? Yeah, that's what it is. That's what Brian Banks is. Wow, I thought this was like an inspirational sports drama. So basically, it's like the story that every Republican talking head or right-wing person is like, yeah, but remember this guy, which has actually happened, the woman lied, which is also like 0.1% of the time. I honestly never made that connection. What? Uh, why was this the movie that Todd Shadiak? Research on why was this the movie that Todd Shadiak felt he had yeah, to make? Well, he's in a new. Did you ever read that article? I think it was in Entertainment Weekly about Tom Shadiak. Because after Evan Almighty, he disappeared from Hollywood and he lived in like a trailer. I'm surprised in that California. you didn't see um, the documentary then, about yeah, him. And then he made that documentary, I Am, or whatever. Yeah, about how I'm living a good yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. So. I don't know. Is this tied into like I don't know what he did post that until this? It's like now, someone so. coming at him with like a Me Too allegation, and he's like, "Look, see, yeah, see, no." So I mean, Brian yeah, Banks, that really awful what happened to him. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, how I feel about weird. something like this. Yeah, I don't Greg know. Greg these are the classic these Kinnear are the classic movies. Kinnear. Yeah, I saw Greg Kinnear's face on this cover, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Of course, Greg Kinnear's in this." Uh, we also have a documentary, Cold Case. Hum, I can't say this word. Good job, yeah, yeah Mads Bruger. Who's that? I don't know who he is. He is like a muckraking documentarian, like right. a Sasha we've Baron talked about Cohen him about him before, right? But he doesn't do like he doesn't dress Schick. up in disguise. Yeah. Or, but his first film was a movie called The Red Chapel, where he mm. went to North Korea. 
yeah. and host and as like a documentary crew Whoa. kind of like praising North Korea, but then really fascinating stuff. Um, and then he did one called The Ambassador where he goes to, I can't remember what country it is. In the Africa. Ambassador? Don't you mean the one with Sasha Baron Cohen? <laughs> you, you mean the dictator? Dictator, yeah, yeah my bad. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> I confuse dictators I, <laughs> and ambassadors in my own mind. But yeah, you went to a country, a war-torn country in Africa, I can't remember which one, and posed as a warlord, basically. Wow. So he does really like extreme mm. kind of documentary. And then this this one's a little more in the mold of like your investigative type documentaries mm-hmm. and covering a case that's like murder case. case yeah. from, I haven't seen it yet, but it got it was at Hot Docs earlier this year. Sounds good. It was like a big hit. I mean, people there, love so. true crime stuff. Exactly. Is, yeah. I mean, you love true crime I stuff. I love true crime stuff, so I definitely want to check this out. Uh, Cold War, a movie that I did not see. I and nobody like it's cool not I to like cool like Cold War now. Yeah, what about, I'm, I'm gonna say that. I, I, I know it's a. Everybody I'm a big loves fan Cold War, of the director right. saying that one of the top movies of that year was um, the Jerry Butler one. The uh, the one what, with did he say that? yeah he did what is it called I don't know I, I, love I didn't it. hear this quote I yeah it, the Jerry Butler one where he robs banks and he's a cop oh Den of Thieves Den of Thieves <laughs> that's right like that movie? yeah he said it was one of the best movies of the year I wow. love that movie I, I say that's yeah. Den of Thieves is like Steven Soderbergh directed Heat no I, I a kept crazy, it was like Heat yeah with a crazy um, Jerry Butler performance yeah. that is self aware in the middle of it I will watch it because I think they're making a sequel they are too, and right? it's a great heist film too okay cool so it's actually it has a very um, speaking of Chappelle Melville, it has a silent high sequence that's like oh, 20 minutes long. Okay. There's a scene where Jerry Butler, he like picks up a donut off the crime scene and like starts eating it and a guy's like, hey, did you just pick up that donut? And he's like, no. And he tosses it and he's like, I just saw you toss that donut. And he's like, I didn't. And like in the first scene, Jerry Butler is like, are you still got a bad lieutenant or something like that? Wow. I, I have oh, to watch His name is now. Big Nick in the movie. No way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I will watch this ASAP. Oh, I heard a story of uh, a friend of a friend, which is the best story. Yeah, that like dated Jerry Butler. No way. And the way that she met him is like they were in a um, like a pharmacy or something like that. He was yeah. in line, and they kind of like looked at each other. He like winked, and then she left the pharmacy, and he was like dancing like around like um, just like a light pole, and he's like, right. "Hey, how's it going? You want to <laughs> hang out?" And I'm like, wow. that's cla- that's how you Classic want Jerry, Jerry Butler, Butler to live. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Great stuff. Um, um, uh, yeah, Cold War. I haven't seen it, so. I liked Powell, Powell Palakowski, yeah. I think is it. His earlier films better, actually. Mm-hmm. I liked, uh, I liked My Summer of Love. Before like he the, was popular. Well, well, no, I liked him before he does this like black and white Academy ratio stylized thing like mm. he did with Ida, which I was yeah. kind of lukewarm on. And now this one. I just thought this movie was like, it was a love story where like the dude is a huge dick, Ugh. but he's like a real a, reality but bites. Like, but he's like a sensitive artist. It's one of those sensitive Boo. artists type. He's like a singer, yeah. so he treats this woman like shit, frankly, mm-hmm. and she just puts up with it. And it and it takes place over like a long yeah. period of time, and the background it, the backgrounds are different um, conflicts over the 20th mm-hmm. century conflicts in Europe. And it looks beautiful. It definitely looks beautiful. It's accomplished. I just don't care for the story at yeah. all. And people are so into it. And they think it's so romantic and everything. And it's like, this guy's a dick. Yeah. Like, he's a Get out of here. He's a dick. And he treats her like shit. And she just puts up with it. And at the end, they're just like, they find each other finally after all this conflict. And it's like, Ugh. but he's like, he's not even a good person. Terribly. I don't know. So <laughs> I didn't like Moving on. At all. I saw it at TIFF last year and everybody was like, oh, so beautiful. And I was like, really? <laughs> You don't know uh, romance like I, I, I Mark know. Hansen knows it. Oh, sorry to so uh, some films seem to have slipped here into the new section because we have an oh, yeah. Delo film. Diabolically <laughs> what, what yours. He's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> there. Still more. He's I, an I, asshole I, these days. I think Alain Delo is still alive, isn't he? He is. He's a huge. 
prick these days, too. Uh, okay, so that sucks. Um, um, it looks like another crime film directed by Julien Duvillier. Yeah, it's one of those... Actually, I think it's more of a suspense thriller. I think he has amnesia. And mm. it's, it's like one of those, like, he doesn't remember who yeah. he is and people are, like, messing with him. And, Maybe that's what's happening to Alain Delon Yeah, right exactly, now. right? Like, like, just like, I don't know what's going yeah, on. I think he just went really right-wing. I mean, as, as a lot of... All those you know, French people yeah, did. Yeah, so. we're part of the bourgeoisie and we want to still <laughs> know, be in control. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, we also have a Wellgo release, Divine Fury, a South Korean film. Uh, so yeah, apparently this is like a martial arts exorcism movie or something. That sounds great. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, don't yep, know much about well it. Yeah, Wellgo. Well yeah. To put out every new Chinese yeah. and South Korean film. The, I saw the trailer on another Wellgo release yeah. I was watching before. I mean, it looked pretty wild. So, mm. yeah. uh, we also have Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Yeah. I did not see it. Didn't see it, but I'm intrigued because it's actually, it got really, really good, good reviews. reviews. And James Bobman directed it. He was a, you know, big name on yeah. Flight of the Concourse. Could he directed the got, Muppet, the new Muppet. Couldn't they have got like a so. non-white guy to make yeah, this movie? No, I agree. That's like I the mean, one thing that bugs me. That's also problematic. Um, in uh, Door yeah. the Explorer, uh, no, not I agree. something I, I feel agree. lost out. We're too old. Yeah, I don't know really anything. No, anything about, about it. Yeah, except that but exists, wait, so. no, it's not John Leguizamo who's in it. It's the um, it's somebody I else. I wish it was John. In the Maybe cast, John Leguizamo yeah. is in the cast. Is I saw him recently on a poster like. Oh, he's in the um, new John Cena fireman film mm. where I'm like, playing yeah, with fire. Playing yeah. with fire. I'm like, that John Leguizamo yeah. <laughs> up on a poster where he deserves I, to he be. Does. I love John Leguizamo. He's the best. Um, the, the best. The, the best. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my great, friend great says that he's film, always yeah. wanted to make a. Um, uh, Nuit Blanche, the uh, like uh, late night, all yeah. night art thing called the 24 hour pass where it just plays oh, the beginning oh, shower yeah. scene and then the end shower scene and it just loops no. for 24 hours on yeah. someone's house. I would go out to see that. <laughs> I haven't been out to Nuit Blanche in years, but I would go out to see that. I have that. not been to Nuit Blanche in years either because we're old and we're we don't want to go this. And I, yeah. Even though I have memories of seeing like insane art installations. Yeah, I saw some cool things. I saw like a wrestling match go down. Like, I saw that like a... there was one where it was like a bunch of mascots dancing in a field oh, and they had to yeah, dance for like 12 hours. Yeah, I didn't see that but I heard about that. So yeah, uh, Dora Lost City of Gold, I almost watched it this week and then I was like, eh, I don't know. I saw it's the second Muppets great. movie and uh, Alice in Wonderland 2, which was also directed I by that guy. Those, I did not see that actually. one. Yeah. <laughs> I only saw the first Muppet movie. I love the first Muppets movie. That. It, like, Jason really Segel, he's the one who got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Jason At the Segel end, I'm like, are they going to make their money? I was full on rolling up multiple times through that movie. So. so good, uh, which is weird that the second one is so bad. I guess you yeah, can't replace I just, and I think J- I didn't Jason Segel with yeah. Ricky Gervais. There you go, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, another old one that's on here, it's The Fan. Yeah, what happened? I, it just slipped through. <laughs> um, the Fan, not the Tony Scott not one with Robert De Niro. One, yeah. and Wes- well, people like this no, one. I know, people like this one. Uh, directed by Ed Bianchi. It's about um, a first uh, performance, Michael Bean uh, stalking Lauren Bacall, yeah. an elderly Lauren Bacall. I hear it's like Brian De Palmish. Yeah. It's like kind of stylish seems, and stuff like cool. that. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a typical kind of show factory release. And it's like a, a big like special feature. Yeah. Supposedly the guy who runs Shout Factory, one of the guys, it's like one of his favorite films of all time. Oh, so okay. like it's a big deal that he was able to put it out. So, you know, cool. it's good that it's finally coming out. Uh, we also have for Sama, this is new, a PBS documentary. Yeah, this looks intense. This could be up for best documentary mm-hmm. this year. It was a big hit at Sundance, Hot Docs, won Audience Awards. And yeah, it's like from the POV of a mother, a new mother in Syria, in Aleppo, as she's documenting the first year of her 
newborn child's life mm. as all this bad stuff is happening. Right? Yeah. So I haven't seen it yet, but I hear it is a really, really like definitely one of the best documentaries mm-hmm. of the year. Have so. you seen Leaving Neverland, the HBO documentary? I have not yet. I missed it when Ooh, it was on HBO, rough. and then I was planning on downloading it, and then yeah, it just I saw it was coming out. So yeah. Kind of waiting. So I, I will check it out. Um, yeah, I mean, I Michael think Jackson, it's long Douglas overdue. Is not not a mean, good man. Not a good man. And I mean, there was that whole debate when it came out. It's like, oh, should we listen? Like, Are they just, do they just want attention? Because, like, yeah. Well, they just want attention. It's Victim like, of the sexual no, assault. Like, yeah, they get so much attention. Michael Jackson yeah. was molesting kids back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this. not new this information. Not new information. And yeah, this is long overdue. And I'm glad that these they finally get to tell their stories mm-hmm. uh, in like a big on a bigger platform like yeah. HBO and it's like it's shitty that people are just so because they love Michael Jackson they just love Michael nobody Jackson likes so much, but it's like you can still like Michael you can Jackson still, he's gone and admit that yeah. he's an awful person yeah you can exactly still, because just we, like we the all way knew that, this for years. Yeah, we everybody knew. And you know, it's like, oh, maybe it's not true. It's like, it keeps coming Unbelievable. up. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, Macaulay Culkin said it wasn't true. Like, oh, poor Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin was fine. Like, okay, Ugh. well, Macaulay Culkin also had power back then. And like, Yeah. All right, so we also have Leanna, another documentary. Um, five, I'm going to say this country, Swazi orphan children turn past trauma into creative fuel for an original, original collective fairy tale. Yeah, this, this it sounds looks really fun. Cool. Yeah, I watched a trailer yeah, yesterday, and I was like, "Ooh, this yeah, looks good." Because it's like half animated mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, and it's uh, based on like a, a storyteller from Swaziland. Yeah, it's like pretty is a pretty big name. Yeah, um, and yeah, they turn and they just it's about kids just being creative, and then these creative segments being turned into animated mm-hmm. segments, and it just sounds really interesting. It's getting a lot of good buzz. Uh, other after we went through all these important documentaries, yeah, we come to the then truly to, important one: yeah, right. Memory, the Origins of Alien, which I hear is good. I didn't, I missed it at Hot. Docs, I don't need any more documentaries know, about movies like Alien. Me neither. Didn't one come out like a year ago about the chestburster <laughs> sequence? I mean, I feel like if you have the Alien Box quadrilogy set, set it has so four-hour doc- documentaries and on it, all, and it's great. Those documentaries. <laughs> I mean, this is from the watch guy another that, movie. Just from, watch anything I know, else. I know. This is from the guy that did the the Hitchcock shower scene thing, which I didn't see either. Yeah, but I, like, I'm just really like, for, could, yeah. like I, I guess these movies are coming out. People are paying for them. People but even like Psycho, there's the, so much information. It's nostalgia, about, though. People yeah. just want more info about the movies. That what other info can you get? I don't know. Have you seen it? Or? No, I haven't. Yeah, huh. Maybe you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a big fan of Alien. I know. Oh. Drop the mic. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm going to say? A little okay. dull. Okay. You know who'd agree with me? Ridley Scott. Yeah, but... It really Scott's Ridley taste. Oh, God, real bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Alien, but no, that, that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, it's good. Yeah. Okay. But uh, okay. I, I think people talk about it too much. Yeah. I mean, my, I, is my idea. Look, I love Alien, and I yeah. don't really have any desire to watch this. So, I mean, take, I was I saw Aliens first. Work. That's why. Okay, uh, I love yeah. Aliens, too. I love aliens, as well. I, I mean, I love... All four. Aliens, aliens two, honestly. three. Yeah. No, uh, I, I mean, mean three's weak. I love the love first four, thirty though. minutes of four. I, I they start running four. through hallways, I, yeah. and it takes a long time to I get. Just, I love four. I you know, so I'm gonna many, say so many hiring Jean Pierre Jeunet, smart move. Yeah. And yeah. uh, it didn't pay off for them, but it didn't pay off for them, but nope. it paid off for me, and that's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> really? What do you love about Aliens Four? I just love how weird it is. Honestly. Yeah, there's that sequence in it when Brad Dourif and the alien oh, like they're are like touching up, each like yeah, right before Brad Dourif gets killed, right? Oh, the that's it. It's just weird flourishes like yeah. that that I really love, and 
Yeah, I just love. It really feels like a Jean Pierre Jeunet. It does film. feel like a Jean Pierre Jeunet. And I just, film. yeah, I love it. I mean, I you know I saw it when it came out, and I was really young too. So I think the nostalgia for mm. that also has something to do with. I remember it. reading I the comic book before it a I saw lot, the movie. And I still love it. So. Yeah. yeah, I saw it theatrically when I think like the Blore, the Roar, oh, or something cool, like that, cool. or maybe Tiff played it. And they do walk through hallways a lot I'm in sure the last they do. hour. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's sure kind of boring. Do. That that brings back memories. Um, we also have Polaroid, which is a film that was actually was supposed to come out. Out. Yeah, a long Steins. time. The Weinstein. Yeah, it was held up. It was and it's directed up the by the guy who made the movie that I liked a lot, Child's Play Remake. Right, yeah. That was the film he made before that. Mm-hmm. And I think that got him the Child's Play Remake job. Yep. It has a funny conceit that if you take a photo of someone <laughs> and then you injure that photo, yeah. the person will be injured by the way the photo is injured. So if you like pee on it, will the people be like, Or they could be like, ah, yeah, I, know. I don't judge. I definitely took this home to watch it this weekend. I never got to. Oh, that's, this is yeah. like totally. Totally my jam. jam. The cover is hilarious. Too. What it's is just it? like is it a it's woman the camera dragged? with the Polaroid coming out of it and like a woman like screaming. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then the, there's a sharpie that says on it, "Evil develops." <laughs> evil develops. Evil develops. That is an amazing uh, tagline. So yeah, I wanted to see this movie ever since I first saw the trailer like two years ago. It came it out originally. on iTunes a year ago. Okay. Yeah, it just right. didn't get a just physical media release yeah. yet. And I was looking forward to it because I love dumb horror movies like mm-hmm. this, and I just haven't got to it. But it's finally coming out on disc. Yeah. So, so pick it up. Pick it up if you like. Oh man, another documentary here. We got Spielberg, the HBO movie, mm. or it's just a puff piece. That's I all. Know. It is. Yeah. Do you I want a see, documentary about Spielberg. I want to, yeah, yeah one that like just kind of hand waves away like 1941 and I Hook, know. the greatest Spielberg film. I just, I don't personally care as enough no. about Spielberg to want to, like, yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I love like Spielberg, Spielberg yeah. As much as but if person, I want a doc, but... I want about, I want it to be about like his difficulties exactly. or one specific I thing right that he never touches yeah. on. But he's not going to talk about that because he has too much power. He does. And he doesn't have to talk about those exactly. things. You know what's great? That 1941 movie, which is not funny, even though it's a comedy, has an amazing documentary on, on that was that came out like in the nineties. That's okay. on the Blu-ray and the DVD. Oh, okay. It's like three hours long. It's like yeah, well, super long. Go, right? And like he talks about like all the stuff they delete and everybody because you know, uh, nineteen forty one was written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale right. after they had made "I Want to Hold Your Hand" had flopped. And the most unsuspecting writer of a comedy, John Milius. Those <laughs> God, three yeah, wrote. I mean, have you seen nineteen forty one? I never have. Oh, no. They talk about stuff that got deleted. It was supposed to end with the two heroes like you see like an animal um, house style flashback where did everybody go and they were supposed to like drop the nuclear bomb at the end and they're like this is for ruining our dance and they drop the nuclear bomb like it is so dark and it is so unfunny like you just sit there and you're like Holy yeah, one holy. day I will watch this. It's film. a Christmas it's movie. Good. Oh, is it? It takes place during Christmas. Okay, yeah, good to know, good it's to like know. Hook. I'll put that right out on the Christmas. You show. should put it on the Christmas. I show. will. I will. I mean, I love. I talk. At, there was supposed to be a Chuck Jones sequence that Chuck Jones storyboarded oh, really? at the end. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, and that killed Spielberg's um, need to make like comedies. Yeah. Or also to do fan servicey style things. Okay. He thought the film tanked because like he put a bunch of old actors in it. Right. And he's like, I don't want to do that anymore. So like when Joe Dante would do it, Spielberg is like, you yeah. need these old. Uh, fossils in your movie yeah. and it's like oh, come on <laughs> 1941 great movie right. as, well, as well was Hook you should put Hook up on I the know, show I know yeah also great movie oh yeah because we should mention that the um, festive the is... festive flicks is oh, okay. ready to go yeah we were talking about it last week we're going to add more though you know it's still yeah, all, yeah, all, the, deep cuts, all uh, the deep cuts are you going to put Exit Speed the movie that I was yes. talking to you about I, got it. Yeah, I, I picked it up on Blu-ray it, for 10 bucks on available? Amazon yeah okay, I, I will it has a 40 minute documentary on it of just like fly on the wall footage I will certainly bring that in I'm surprised you don't 
don't have it like on the shelf yeah, on DVD. Yeah, we never had that, honestly. No. I mean, All right, check happened. it out. Hey, the speeds, man. And we also have Prey. I don't know what this is. Directed by Frank Calhoun. <laughs> oh, uh, P2. Do, do you like Frank Calhoun? Another uh, uh, Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Is it out on the shelf? Uh, it's coming in. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, in. I hate P2. Though. <laughs> you I, hate I P2? I hated that. I liked movie. it. It was fine. It has I, a I saw that. Wes Bentley. The like insane performance from him. Oh, I think he's so embarrassed. I hate Wes Bentley. Why do you hate Wes Bentley? He's such a ham. People always told me I looked like him when he's I was a bunch of he's in a bunch of Soderbergh movies too. I right? know, I know. Wait, did you well, wear a little toque and you had like a, know, a camcorder? Right? It's like the American Beauty guy. Yeah. Um, I saw P two on opening night as a double feature with No Country for Old Men. That, <laughs> that, what a double they both, feature! They both opened the same night. What played first? So a friend, No Country for Old Men. Okay, so that's a smart no Country move. For Old yeah. Men, amazing, and you got this like psychotic villain performance yeah. from Javier Bardem. And then, and then you have West Bentley being like, West Bentley like. I'm like, but Jesus, that seems like I think only man. because that you were compared to him. Because like West Bentley's performance is like Nick Cage level insane. I've seen a lot of bad West Bentley performances. Yeah. And I Didn't just... he appear in like some Steven Soderbergh movies? Oh no, he, he, he was has. in he was in the new Mission Impossible. He was, yeah. yeah. For like <laughs> two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah. But he's just been in so many bad movies. And I just hate him. He was in that Amanda Seyfried thriller, Gone. You ever, ever seen No, oh, I've never so seen it. It's so bad. And the twist is so obvious. <laughs> but he's like the cop in it. It's yeah. so bad. And they just, just, they just like cut his character out of it for like I, most I, of it. And then he just comes back at a certain point. I remember, I think I saw P2 when I was a little bit disappointed when yeah. I saw it last time. Like it, it didn't do as much cons- as I want. Yeah. Great conceit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't think it did much with it. Yeah. So. I but, mean, you know, he still makes movies. He made the Maniac remake. Frank Calhoun. Oh, Frank Calhoun. Yeah, I didn't see the Maniac remake. Don't like Maniac yeah. very much. The original yeah, one. So I, I'm not gonna I see the remake. Maniac, yeah, that's it, from man. a found, like a point of view yeah, the entire right. time. So are you gonna check so out Frank? New movie. <laughs> I don't know. And then we have um, Vavai, a portmanteau film. This sounds really interesting. Yeah. It's nine female Pacific filmmakers and filmed on seven Pacific islands. Mm-hmm. But it's actually just the story of one woman. Yeah. And her journey. Yeah. So yeah. It sounds interesting. They uh, there was a film at <laughs> TIFF. Uh, last year yeah. Waru which was the same kind of thing mm-hmm. um, and I think this is actually from the same production team okay. or something um, and Waru hasn't come out as far as I know but that was a similar type thing where it was a portmanteau I think it was like eight or yeah eight nine or nine stories, different stories yeah. and it was all a lot of it had to deal with abuse mm-hmm. like, uh, domestic abuse yeah. against women and especially against Maori women and the Pacific Island women mm. and that was that was pretty affecting and so when I saw this was coming out uh, I just thought this is a great endeavor for them to yeah. be undertaking you know and getting more filmmakers out there that yeah that would not have had a chance especially right? something to be released on dvd exactly, anywhere right. yeah that's so. great i mean i guess i saved the best for last how'd you get here from yeah, the tv right? it's farscape <laughs> the complete series did you ever watch farscape no never yeah, i think it's been maybe, out of print for years listen we we're from, always get asked about it we're so. from canada we could only watch one space show lex <laughs> yeah. Which is also the pretty sexier out of version. Now. Well, I'm sure Lex will be coming out soon. Do you right? think so? Mill Creek will get their hands. Oh, I would love Lex. That I was mean, directed. It's been out of print for years. That was so. directed, and I believe showrun for maybe the first season by Paul Donovan, the director mm. of a favorite of mine, Siege. Oh, which, Siege, right? Uh, Self Defense, yeah. which I know is coming out the Blu-ray suit. Yeah, it is. Nice. I don't know if it's okay. been announced yet. Yeah, okay. so quiet I've people waiting. listening. I've been waiting yeah. for that to come out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Farscape. People love it. It's like yeah, the Jim Henson produced really um, sci-fi show. I'm not sure. Does this have everything? 
thing? Does it have the it Peacekeeper it's, War? It's the Blu-ray. It's Blu-ray only. Yeah. Because um, the Peacekeeper far, War... As far as I know, I'm not too intimately yeah. familiar with Farscape. Because basically, but... I believe what happened was they did the series, and yeah. then they did a miniseries to wrap things up, but it was a different like production company or distribution mm-hmm. model that like they were going through. So for a long time, if you found a complete series, it wasn't the complete like yeah. it didn't have that last thing in it but right. yeah it's something I keep meaning to check out and I'm like oh so many episodes I know, right? <laughs> but nice people love it to... and it was famously like released in really crummy like uh, 1.5 discs well, that, that were we had super all expensive yeah. wasn't it like PBS or something like that I that put it out A&E, A&E you're right remember when yeah. A&E was putting out a lot of oh, space shows and like bad DVD actually I forgot things. Andromeda isn't that our and Canadian God. TV show well that came out again earlier this year because that had been out of print and but Kevin Sorbo so well Kevin Sorbo, yeah. very charming in in film. The Kevin man as a person. Sorbo, ah, what I are mean, you doing? You can put, he's very funny in the God's Not Dead. Oh, is <laughs> he? Because he's so ridiculous in it. Oh God! You know, he I gets mean, hit by a car at the end, and he has like a religious <laughs> awakening as he's dying, and he's getting rained. Down. Oh yeah, that's right. Because because he's <laughs> the atheist, right? He's like yeah, God so doesn't he plays exist. An atheist professor who's like. He walks into his philosophy class. The first thing he says, all right, listen up. We're not talking about God here at all. <laughs> and then one kid stands up. I believe in God. Yeah. So. Sounds Anyways, terrible. yeah, Kevin Sorbo, horrible person. <laughs> horrible right? person. Yeah. I was just, uh, what is um, Xena, the legendary journey, and Hercules, legendary journey? Did uh, they get big box sets? They did, I think. Yeah, oh. they did get big, just standard like, okay. universal box sets. I want to say a year or two ago. What about young Hercules, the Ryan Gosling one? <sighs> I want to say that like a shout factory somebody put that <laughs> probably in, Mill Creek. That's I like don't, their territory. Don't quote me on okay, that. I feel like we've ordered that in mm-hmm. people though. All right, well that's it for this week. That's it. Yeah, well, I mean, come and check through. out uh, the festive wall. Yes, uh, please do. We're gonna keep adding to it. Make suggestions if there's things that you I mean, I have I mean, many yeah. suggestions. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I can handle any more suggestions. Actually, no. <laughs> 1941. Um, yeah. Hook. Exit speed. Exit speed. Is Cobra up Cobra, there yet? No, Cobra. Invasion will go up USA. There, no. Invasion USA. Um, I guess you have some Shane Black ones up there. Ice Harvest yeah. is there. Ice Harvest is definitely <laughs> yeah. there. Uh, I wish them. I could bring in Breakaway, aka Christmas Rush. Oh, I, I love like Breakaway. Came, yeah, DK. Very out of print. Really? Because it was like a TBS original movie. Yeah, That's I had an, a DVD of that, but it's been. Out oh man, that years. is another one where it's like it's like listen, it's Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's so, very like religious. Oh my even God. though that that's a weird movie where Dean Kane kills so many people yeah. and Eric Roberts, who's the main villain, is like I don't want to hurt anybody. This is for my family. My son needs an operation. And DK, oh my God. there's so much gunfire in this mall, and nobody hears it. No cops are coming by. There's so there's so much crazy like explosions yeah. back when they did like practical explosions. Oh my God! Yeah. Wait, Dean Kane is bad too. Oh my God! All these guys are so, so bad. bad. You're right about the weird religious stuff in that though. I remember yeah. watching it, and they have a, a really a, awkward scene because Dean Kane's wife and a bunch of people that are trapped in that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have this scene where they all talk about like you know, being together on mm-hmm. Christmas and what God means and everything. And they go around and then they stop on somebody and they're, they're all talking about their experiences yeah. at Christmas and it all has some religious thing to do. Yeah. You know, and then there's one guy who I think is Muslim. I believe, I believe. he's Muslim. And yes. he's just like, oh, I'm Muslim. And, and she, Dean Cain's wife just goes, oh, 
and then moves on to the next person, <laughs> and yeah. that's it. And I'm like, oh. is that was that supposed to be an attempt? At, yeah, but like, there's a scene where guys like it's it's Merry Christmas, not a Happy Holiday. I know, right? Oh, it's, it's pretty Republican. Yeah, but, but man, fun movie. Fun movie. And Eric Roberts has is. I mean, when does Eric Roberts not chew the scenery? <laughs> but it's not. He dies in it. I'm not. Whatever. Yeah, he's, he's a bad, bad guy. guy. Spo- spoiler alert. And his death <laughs> scene is so funny. So good. Is he like, like on a ladder or something? He's on like a ladder. Yeah, he's like trying to like climb up, and he's just like. And Kane is like. Like, the thing that you were trying to do, I'll just do it. And it's like, oh my and God. And honestly, all, they're all just like watching Eric Roberts like struggle and die. Yeah. It's like close-ups on his face. He's like, Ugh. So good. So Christmas Rush, so a film Rush. you will not be seeing at Baseball no, Video. No, unfortunately not. It was released on DVD under the generic title Breakaway. Breakaway, yeah. Giveaway. It's Christmas. They tried to make it seem like it wasn't a Christmas movie. Mm. I think on DVD. It is such a Christmas it's movie. It's such a Christmas movie. So, it all takes place hot, on Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's great. Highly recommended. If you can find it, it's, it's awesome. Can't you bring your DVD and donate it? To, you won't uh, do that. I'm holding it. Hold it on, yeah. Near and dear. The spirit of Christmas. Yeah. It's mine. Oh, yeah. No, my partner actually, she used to work at a used book DVD store it, and she got it. There she got it? And okay. It was like the best gift ever. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for uh, Brace Your Video this week. So until next week, my name is Glue. And I'm Mark Hansen. Keep renting and buying. Please. <laughs> Please. These movies and many more are available at your local video store.